On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, we got punked. Petra's family drama, sunny buns, smut novels, don't ask these questions at dinner, and let it snow. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. So, Miss Petra, one thing to get right off the bat is last show, we were tricked. We got, what is it? Bamboozled. Punked. Punked. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yes. That Prince Andrew story, right? That's his name? That was a hell of a great job they did on that video. We were playing, I, yeah, the yeah. audio you heard was from a video. Yeah. That wasn't just audio. Yeah. It looked exactly. Yeah. That That's in a way. I, it, I never caught that maybe the words didn't match or something like that. They did that really well. I, I, I think th- I think they matched just fine. It's I just, have since like seen like excerpts of that interview and all. I mean, it's it's still just utter bullshit what he was oh, yeah. saying. But yeah, he wasn't talking about his micro penis. He didn't say he had a micro penis. All right, let's just get that out of the way. He might. We don't know for Hank sure. Hank and Petro. We're wrong in this instance. <laughs> well, I don't know if we were wrong. We just got tricked. I mean, we just <laughs> saw something that... We reported incorrect We news. did. Spank us. I'm sure it's happened before. Yeah. That's a, that's the world we live in, right? You know what? We I remember listening to a podcast from Joe Rogan about how crazy hard it was going to be to tell on some of these videos coming up pretty Mm -hmm. soon and i think that's a great example for the world like we knew this going into it and we were still punked it was either joe rogan or maybe one of those um oh i don't know radio lab or one of those npr shows Mm -hmm. what's the other one we really like i don't know Mm. anyhow one of them was playing like mm-hmm. somebody was a guest and they were showing examples of this stuff and it is pretty incredible. Yeah. And it just happened yeah. to us, I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, they were showing or we were listening to apparently they can take a, I don't know, 10 second, 10 or 15 seconds of your voice and from there make you give a speech that is dead on your mm-hmm. voice, your cadence, everything. Well, I think. I think they were talking at the time it took longer audio clips to be able to do that. Like they need to get most of your words. Yeah. And then they need to get a, a, a handle on your inflection. But I think it's getting easier and easier and faster and faster and they can really splice that in so easily to There'll be a whole industry devoted to what's fake and what's not fake there yeah. kind of already is i bet there's in a way periphery but there there'll be a time where it'll be a whole industry of ciphering out what's fake and not fake yeah what's legitimate and what's not i mean we're already living in the the era of if you don't agree with something scream fake news it's a va- it'll be a valuable service too yeah to yeah. for some company to do that and and then and then you got to trust them to yeah. to tell you if it's real yeah. or not real. Yeah, but somewhere somewhere we've got to have some faith in something. They're going to have to uh, seriously make it illegal. And yeah. uh, and and go after somebody somehow some way someday. Well, crap, this just this week there's been a whole brouhaha in the news about like Facebook still publishing political ads that they know are patently false and just saying that well it's up to people to figure that out so i mean we're really we're in a weird time right now. it is weird times and, it's and, just, and i and, and yeah i don't yeah, know it's just it tough. is it is it's weird it is tough all right you've got actually first i want to get this off my chest everybody i have to before we go any further i have a confession i just took a shot of tequila so i may (laughs) start slurring in a few minutes but i just got my holiday guilt trip phone call from my brother and man that was a crappy call (laughs) I think I handled it well. You heard me. I was I was talking in this room around you and all, but it was literally nothing but a phone call, fifteen minutes of guilt because 
What did he want? Your to- mother's going to die eventually, and and you'd better get in contact with her because it's it's your birthday. <laughs> Is that what the basically? She's the- crying. It's your birthday. You have to fix this. That's the gist of the conversation. Yes, that's it. That's what it was. Uh, there is no family on earth. <laughs> it's fucked up as mine. It's my opinion right now tonight. Okay. They never, they have not called me in a freaking year. And that's what I get. Wow. Family, wow. family politics are so convoluted and tough. Yeah. It's hard to decipher decipher between when somebody's trying to be I don't know nice or selfish or both mm-hmm. well I, I told him you know I'll, I'll have to live with that if she dies and I never see her again that that's that's on me not you well that's that's kind of what I was getting that with some was gonna say like at some point you have siblings you know I have a sister if if I got to the point I didn't talk to my dad what the hell business is it of my sister's was, you know, I guess my dad would complain to my sister, and mm-hmm. that might be something. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's between me and dad. Yeah. Just like with you, it's between you and your mom. Exactly. I, I would agree with that, except that my youngest brother that I am actually very close to is pretty much no longer allowed to talk to me because he's taking the brunt of her emotional drama and chaos right now and and just she's forcing him to be in the middle and my middle brother who's the oldest is also like well he's the one that called and gave me the guilt trip i know weird it's just weird i have the most screwed up man if you want to hear some drama go back and listen to what was it? 2016's Christmas episode. I don't remember. Oh yeah, that was it. I do. I do. It was. It was the complete and utter breakdown. But yeah. So, um, proceeding to get a little bit tipsy now. <laughs> it's the holidays, and it's just drama, 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 drama. And I have literally never had a holiday that wasn't full of drama and chaos and tears and my family does not give a single flying fuck about me except what i can do for them buy for them and cook for them call mama so she'll be happy so she'll stop crying to me yeah that was what it was one thousand percent thanks bro now we're gonna move on next topic Oh, well, I, I hate that it's like that with your family, but. You know, I've done a world of healing this year. I, I cut them off, cut them off. I cut mom off around Father's Day, I think it was, that I just didn't answer one of her texts. And now, according to her, I've blocked her on the phone. She's never tried to text me again. Sorry, I said this was over, but I'm just going to vent a little right, bit. Go ahead. And so that is since at least early June, and this is December. She has not tried to call me. She has not tried to text me, and she has not sent me a letter, anything. She sent her flying monkeys via my brothers to wrangle me in and let me know that i owe her an apology ah. because she assaulted me split my lip um and and was just like completely psycho because i drew a boundary and said i did not want to hear about her having sex with men that weren't my father <laughs> <laughs> And Good Lord like, in heaven. Okay, yeah, I know, I know. This is so crazy that like nobody's going to believe this on this podcast. But but I did. I have been forced to listen to her sexual problems with my father for not forty five years, but at least a lot <laughs> thirty five years. At least thirty five years. I was way too young to be hearing things that she was saying to me. It was definitely emotional incest um 
She's vented, ranted, told me that that god-awful therapist you see puts ideas in your head. (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know. Maybe someday you could be at a function at the same thing and have something. But if you don't, you don't. Don't feel like you have to. I, I, I just can't. I have got to give myself one year of peace. Because my hair isn't falling out anymore. I'm not covered in a rash on 80% of my body anymore that was itching and actually bleeding from certain places where basically my own immune system was attacking itself. Like my whole body was saying, no, no, Petra, no, don't do this anymore. And I ignored it for decades, decades. Until I finally just kicked into self-preservation mode and was just trying to survive. Let's get all you all on Dr. Phil. All three of you. I'd love it. I think Dr. Phil would grab my mom and shake the shit out of her. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Let's get a free trip to Chicago or wherever he's going. Uh, Oh, I'd pay for the whole bunch of it. Take out loan if I had to. I really do. I think, I think Doctor Phil has some issues, but the man is no bullshit. So I think it would be great. You know, he's not perfect. There's issues, and I I know it's very common for, you know, he's he's like a, (laughs) in a weird way, he's like a cat to guys. Like guys don't like to admit they like cats. Yeah. But they're they're likable. A lot of guys do like cats. Yeah. It's very fashionable for guys to hate Dr. Phil for some reason. Yes, you're absolutely right. But he... he... But when you listen to him, most of the time, I mean, it's pretty much what common sense... Mm -hmm. If I had a complaint, it would be that basically it's common sense. You don't have to be a doctor to, you know... To, to do to, Dr. To figure Phil. out what he's doing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, his advice, I feel like, is pretty spot on and all that. Oh, I went through, so, you know, I have in the last, well, since June. So good for Dr. Phil. <laughs> I went through my Dr. Phil phase where I, I think I listened to how many millions of hours of YouTube videos of Dr. Phil. Well, there and, you go. And, and some of his laying it out on some of these families. And it was great. You know, that I did... Right. Glean some jewels of information there. Right. So anyway, good for Dr. Yeah. Phil. And, yeah. And maybe you'll get on there. And you're right. Your you're exactly right about, yeah, it's not fashionable for men to like cats or Dr. Phil. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what the weird. deal is. Yeah. Again, I think it, as I say it, I think it's because that he is associated with Oprah. I think that's where he got his start. I think somehow yeah. he's linked to Oprah. And again, that's another thing that guys aren't supposed to like. Is Oprah. Yeah, and she's fabulous. Like yeah. And yeah. Most times. Like anybody else, somebody's going to have some opinions you don't like if you listen to somebody long enough. Oh, yeah. But, you know, whatever. I mean, fine. we love Joe Rogan, but then when he gets to starting to talking about hot women, I really want to, like, dunk that motherfucker in some... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I went there. We've been watching too much Watchmen. But I want to dunk him in some, like, liquid nitrogen or something. He just gets this hormonal yucky man. <laughs> He's gross. Uh, on that. Uh, <laughs> on that. On that. <laughs> nah, it's okay. Like I said, some things you like, some things you don't. Uh, tell me about uh, sun in your butt. Yes. This is Sunny so butt. weird. And I'm going to put the link to this article in the show notes because you know there's a brand. You know there's a brand of bread around here, Sunny Buns. Well, this is... The California version of Sunny Buns. Is it sunny, sunny in, in between your buns? Yes, it's perineum sunning. That's your taint. That's <laughs> <laughs> so you're sunning. You know, there's literally a saying: "Stick it where the sun don't shine." Exactly. So well, now they want to shine the sun. Now they're, where, they're yeah. sunning the sh- they're shining the sun. Where it normally doesn't shine, right? The hottest trend gripping wellness diehards oh, is I'm, tanning their cans. I'm quite sure it's a... Or tr- perineum sunning, <laughs> as influencers are calling it. <laughs> this is a quote, okay? In a mere 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole, okay. you will receive more energy from this electric node than you would in an entire day of being outside with your clothes on. 
How many seconds? This electric node. 30 seconds. That's worth a try. Let's try it. Oh, great. Let's go outside. <laughs> <with> his- <laughs> we have these, uh, we have all kinds of windows in here. We get sun every morning. Me, you, and Chairman Meow to sit over here and sun our butts. Sun our butts. She would, well, she does it every morning. So maybe, See, maybe there's she's something to it. something. Yeah. But I um, might have to do it a little yeah. longer because it's coming in through the window. But yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, Here's the picture. Oh, yeah. This chick out here in a rock canyon. You want to describe that? Laying on her back. She's holding her toes in like the happy baby yoga pose, if anybody is familiar with this. And she is butt naked, sunning her vagina and butthole. (laughs) Well, I don't guess you have to worry about it getting tan because it kind of gets already tan down there. Oh, wow. Even A-listers are sunning their buns. Big Little Oz actress. I'm going to butcher this. Mm-mm. Shailene Woodley. She suns her yeah. uh, nether yeah. region. Yeah. Well, she, there's a lot of stuff in the news about her. She's a brilliant actress, but evidently she won't use deodorant. She doesn't take showers. She smells really bad. Bit of a wackadoo. Yeah. Yeah. She's a bit of a wackadoo. And... She wants to get her vagina plenty of vitamin D by sunning it. Wow. Oh, uh, okay. If you say so. What if you use like a tanning bed and like sunned your spot that way? You could overdose. Lord, you might. You might die from it. You might die. A vitamin D overdose. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. All right. My first job in high school was. Running mom and dad's tanning bed parlor yep. place, which basically meant like cleaning the tanning beds. You have no idea how many butt prints I had to clean off <laughs> because you like if you're laying down, okay, your little your butt cheek kind of gaps over and everything and you're yep. supposed to sit on it before, you know, for a few minutes before you get out to get that, you know, kind of evened up. Ah. So, yeah, everybody got their hoo-ha sunned real good back then. Well, then you've been doing this forever. This yeah, is nothing absolutely. New to, this is nothing new to this the is, uh, Petra yeah, tanning I, bed. I just didn't have to go out to a Grand Canyon and stick my hoo-ha up in the air like that. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad that we live in a country in a time where that's a thing. Me too. We have that much that's time. That's glorious. We have that much time and effort and freedom to do that. <laughs> da, 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 da. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm demonstrating here because I'm a shot chair. of tequila. <laughs> I am fully clothed. <laughs> sunny buns. Sunny buns. Well, if we keep saying buns. It's sunny bun hole. Yeah, a bunghole. It is bunghole. TP for my bunghole. Yes, totally. It's not TP. It's sunlight. Man, I would I need love sunlight for my bunghole. I want Beavis to get on this right now. That would be awesome. <laughs> Sun your bunghole. Okay. <laughs> yes. Seems harmless. Seems I vote. harmless. I vote. It's it's goofiness. It's uh, goofiness. Actually, some doctors are a little bit concerned about it because, of oh, course, you're Lord. not using sunscreen. And oh, how many people are going to get like they're talking thirty seconds a damn day? Well, it depends on how long they're out there and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, imagine if you've got malignant melanoma of the asshole. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> I think that would be if you manage to lay out in the sun. If you manage to lay out in the sun that long, then. You are dedicated. To, yeah. yeah, you're dedicated if you've got that kind of time and effort. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty goofy. That's mm-hmm. goofy. I like it. I vote yes on the <laughs> sunning your bunghole. Uh, what about romance novels? You're going to teach yes. me about that too. Yes, Hank's letting me do the intro to the show tonight. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you got some uh, some good. St- Stories to talk yes. about? Yes. Yes. This is from... Nice. I, yeah, I read a couple of articles on this this week. Did you know that romance novels, one, make up over 23% of all fiction novels so, sold? That's crazy. That's the largest <laughs> single genre. 23%. 23%. More than 23 Almost 24%. Yeah. Almost a quarter are wow. romance novels. It's a huge, huge genre that 
dumbasses laugh at. Well, one, I can see that women read more than men. Yeah. So I can see that. And you guys like romance novels mm-hmm. more than men. So I see a little bit of it. But, man, that is a big percentage. Well, this is from the Daily Beast by Drew Himmelstein. Good job, or Himmelstein. Drew. Yeah. Good job, Drew. Sexy novels are good for your teenager's brain. Your teenagers? It's good for their development. Yes. I yes. S- I assume they mean uh, romance novels that are R-rated? They mean X-rated? What are they talking about? Well, are they talking about penthouse letters, or are we talking about... Well, no. We're talking Gustavo. about romance. We're talking about romance. Gustavo and the... We're talking ship. about bodice rippers. We're No, we're talking about... Um, Did you say bodice rippers? Yeah, that's what, what they what they used to be called. Um, <laughs> Never heard that. <laughs> you haven't heard that? Nope. Oh yeah. Oh God, I grew up in the glory days of the bodice rippers, and yeah, wow. I got to I've some never of those. heard that word. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. Well, when they rip open the the corsets, you yeah. know the 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 the, the your bosoms. Yes, yes. Those were some sexy books, by the way. Hmm. Um. Research shows that reading romance novels is a useful way for teenagers to learn about relationships and experiment with their sexual imaginations in a safe space. At a time when adolescents are developing the neural pathways for sexual pleasure and fantasy that will carry them into their adult lives, stories and characters provide a vivid world that is both titillating and educational. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I think it's pretty harmless, so uh, whatever. Well, I mean, this whole article goes on to talk about how much, like, porn is instantly available now right. for most of us here right. in America. Sure. Okay? Teenagers can get a hold, hold of it. And it, it's just, it serves one purpose, to get off. Right. It gives them unrealistic expectations about bodies and it gives them unrealistic expectations about relationships. The, Romance novels are all about the buildup. Okay? <laughs> They're about meeting the guy in the bar. They're about holding hands and the it, excitement of it. Right. And, and it really does give okay. kids a chance to figure out what's sexy to them without that instant... Odd gratification. Yeah. Right. And again, I think that's the difference between guys and girls. Yeah. And that's fine. Well, I I think it'd be great if we could find the male equivalent of a romance novel without just the crazy porn aspect. Yeah. The romance novel is what I just said. It's the, God knows what it is now. It's just everything. But when I was growing up, it was penthouse letters. It was, you know, one or two two page. You know, a very short story. Let's put it that way. Yeah. A, a very short graphic story. And that was fine. Okay. Well, here's young teenager, quote. Young teenage guys aren't going to have much more attention than that. It'll be a couple tough. of pages. It'll be you're right. It'll be tough to get us guys to buy into a whole novel of this stuff. But, um, you know, sometimes. Well, I mean, here's another quote here. It says, romance novels have a a very strong character-driven narrative where people are really thinking about the character's motivations and outcomes. It, it, kids who read these are much better able to read facial expressions, other people's, they're much more empathic. Well. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons generally women are more empathic than men. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a generalization. Don't don't eat me alive for that. <laughs> everything, well, everything in this whole little conversation is very general generalizing. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah. But um, yeah. but well, so then romance novels are a, they're a big positive. And I've got a well, I think I've talked about this on the show before. I'm going to say this again. Like I grew up in almost a cultish religious household that did not talk about sex. They always claimed that you could talk about it, sex, but you couldn't. Okay. Well, except the, your mom, apparently, talking to you about it. Yeah, but that was just weird stuff. And, and general, oh, it was bad. It was really bad. But thankfully, eventually, I did find one of her smut novels and put two and two together and figure out, out how the act actually happened. Like, I had to put that together from a book. Mm, I did, too. I, I, I made it. 
penthouse letters? No. Um, I put it all together from my sister's old Cosmopolitan magazines. Ooh, that's a good source. That's that's a good source. That's not bad. You know, it was scientific to a point. Yeah. You know, it was kind of... You know That's what I mean? not bad. That's not a bad way it to really wasn't learn. Too, it yeah. really wasn't too bad. It yeah. was. Uh, it was okay. So. That's how. That's where I learned. All right. Hand, then, high five. One from parents, Brett, for sure. Golly, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the way it was, and that's fine. It worked out. It worked out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and uh, we survived. <laughs> We survived. I had some really strange ideas about sex, but we survived. If there, had, if there had been some smut books around, I probably would have read them. Yeah, but those Cosmos was closest I could get. Mm-hmm. And the occasional, like I said, porn in the woods. Every kid guy finds porn in the woods. I guess woods. all guys do. Now, yeah. well, something's really funny. My my best buddy from back home, Tracy. Her and I both found exactly the same book. Like. Ten years later, we had a conversation, and both of us were talking about this, and we learned about sex from exactly the same smut novel. It was, it must have been like 1986's version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, just it everywhere had to have been. for a while. <laughs> yeah, it must have been just absolutely everywhere in every bathroom across America. And what I had to do, and this is so funny... Is mom would leave that book in the bathroom and she'd go to work. And during the summertime, you know, you would look exactly where it was at. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't dare disturb it, but you would, you know, read as much as you could, then write down your page number somewhere huh. random where she wouldn't know it and put it exactly back. So hmm. she'd pick it up. And she'd read it some more in the bathroom. And then when she'd go to work, you could pick it back up. And, like, you couldn't mark your page or anything. You couldn't let on right. like you were reading it. And be stealthy. You had to be stinky, sneaky, sneaky. Yes. Stinky and sneaky because it was in the bathroom. <laughs> I think my friend back uh, in our little neighborhood, I, I think we were probably fourth or fifth grade. Ooh. Or, no, we weren't even in our neighborhood. We Somehow it was a snow day and, and somehow ended up. In in the, in town, at his grandma's house or something. I don't know exactly how I ended up at his grandma's house, but we played around there. And the point mm-hmm. is, it was a different neighborhood than I'd ever been around. And we went out into our little town to play and to just you know get into whatever you can get into yeah. on a snow day. Yeah, and uh, found a dumpster with a garbage bag exposed, full of Playboy magazines. And, it and was you the grabbed greatest, those things. It was the like, greatest day in the history of being a little You kid. learned everything. We l- was looked at all that all day. We spent all day just looking. Wasn't anything really. Like, did you compare notes and go, hey, look at this? Or was oh, yeah. it silence? No, it was a little bit of both. Okay. When you'd see something like, hey, look at here. Look yeah. at this. or Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Well, we got running. We're still running. We're running back. I ran back. I have to put my earphones back in, though. Earbuds <laughs> back in. Yeah. Book in hand. This is where I learned about the sexy time. <laughs> Beatrice Small. Yep. The Caden. Yes. That was a dirty book. Discover the golden treasure of timeless romance. <laughs> 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 That's great. Yeah, I bought my own copy years later because... That is a treasure. <laughs> you know, go ahead, read out the back of it. I don't care. I'll probably die of embarrassment. But. That's what I was just thinking here. The Caden. All right, here's the little excerpt from the back of the book. Abducted from a life of privilege. <laughs> she was sold into slavery in a distant land. For Lady Janet Leslie, there would be no escaping the harem of the wealthy and powerful Sultan Salim. (laughs) But from the moment the handsome ruler spied his breathtaking Kyra, Mm -hmm. Kyra, we'll say Kyra, he was captivated, inflamed by the fiery desire that coursed through his veins. She belonged to him, body and soul, yet it was he who was enslaved. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're welcome. There you go. That's a thick book. How many pages is that? That's at least three or four hundred. Oh God, it's way more than that. It's four thirty-seven. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you learned from Karam. <laughs> it's great. Well, we all learned. You all have to learn somewhere, and that was way better than it could have been. <laughs> yep, you're exactly right. All right, here's I got something for you from the old Huffington Post Woo-hoo. by Nicole Pager, P-A-G-E-R. I'm going with Pager. All right. Maybe Padger. Uh, these are questions that you should not ask at the holidays and gatherings. Yeah. Right? We all need reminders of this stuff. Yes. You're around the, the Christmas dinner or family get-together. We're getting ready to have our family get-together. Not mine, of course, because I'm boycotting this year. Yep. The uh, Yeah. My family's getting together this weekend for our usual early Christmas, which is just awesome. Don't yes. you love having our holidays early? My family. You know what? This was a little too early this year. This was, I was arm wrestled into this this early this year. Ideally, next week would have been a little better. Yeah. It would have been like the week before. But, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Whatever. It works. Okay. I, I felt a little strong armed. <laughs> well, I'd rather have it early than late. I definitely don't want it like after the holiday. I don't know how people yeah. do that. Hey, do whatever you got to do, though. Yeah. All right. Anyway. What not to ask. All right. So you imagine you're at a family gathering and somebody asks you, uh, why aren't you in a relationship? Slash, what happened to so and so? You can see that happening. There's I, always somebody that asks that question. Positively. Absolutely. I, anytime I didn't bring someone, there was always awkward questions. So, but my family's dysfunctional. Okay. Why, why aren't you in a relationship? In other words, what's the matter with you? It's an underhanded way of saying it, right? They're basically implying. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Or even better, let's all dogpile on your last boyfriend, girlfriend that was here and talk crap about them all through dinner. That was also (laughs) a family favorite around my holiday table. Yeah, that's just. That's just rude. Don't do that. Just don't ask that. All right. How about this one? So when are you getting married? Oh, that's just brutal. No, don't do that to people. <laughs> Actually, it says, when are you getting married? But either one works, I believe. Uh-huh. If you're with somebody, you know, you did bring somebody. Well, when are you two getting married? That's awful. That's awful. Or if you're by yourself, well, when are you getting married? Well, jackass, first need to find somebody. I'm going to marry idiot. myself. What about people who do that? I, I totally understand <laughs> them from that question. When are you getting married? Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't ask that. Don't ask that. Just don't ask that. If somebody's with the same person for 10 years at the same family reunion, who gives a shit? <laughs> don't ask them that. No. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, that's that's just, uh, uh, especially in front of their significant other. <sighs> did you lose weight slash did you gain weight? <laughs> Basically asking anything about their weight. That's just a jerk move. <laughs> People do it every. I, I'm picturing personally family reunions, and my my family's kind of small, so our little holiday gatherings aren't a whole. Mm-hmm. It's not a giant amount of people. Right. Hank's probably the thinnest person in in his family, and yeah, you get some comments on your weight. Like they they just kind of want to once in a while you up sometimes. Yeah, once in a while, a little bit. Yeah, and and it is odd that. I guess this is a generational thing, I think. I'm going to chalk it up to that. Older people don't think the word skinny is offensive. Yeah, they don't. It's just as bad as saying somebody's fat. Or I least, don't know. Well, let's hey. just say it's not. It's not It's not pleasant either way. Leave people's bodies alone. Yeah. You know, we all have insecurities. The most fit fitness models have insecurities, leave us alone and let us eat. <laughs> it's dinner for crying out loud. Right. Did you lose weight? Yeah, don't say that. Yeah. Yuck. No. The worst one would be, did you gain weight? That yes. would be unbelievable yes. with somebody. Yes. What Can you, can you, you say, know, did you lose weight if somebody absolutely, obviously, I mean... Obviously, like they used to weigh 250 pounds and now they weigh 150 pounds. Are you then? 
You know what? Honestly, maybe tell them they look good, you know, or something like that. But I I, I don't even think that is really comfortable. Something, I I came home and cried one time. That's a good way to put it. To say, you look really healthy lately or That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. That's great. Um, I came home and cried after visiting my grandma, Nana, one time. She was the one that was in hospice when we first started dating. Okay. She was a heavy lady. I went to her house to have dinner mm-hmm. and she told me how pretty I looked and I had just gained like 10, like, like 10 pounds over like some emotional awfulness and mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm the size that 10 pounds is kind of significant and changes my clothes size. And I was very uncomfortable and felt very fat. And to Nana, fat was pretty. So, like, you know, my Nana called me fat, and I was so humiliated by it, and it was emotional eating, and it was just a bad thing. It really was. It really was. It was very traumatic. Yeah. So, uh, no weight comments. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even... Yeah, to stay away Hidden from it. Hidden weight comments. Yeah. Just let it be. Yeah, you're right. Just, just be family. Just stay away from it. Not mine. Not none of this, uh, Yeah. Not not my toxic family. Next one. When are you going to have kids? <laughs> How about that one? We're practicing as hard as we can. I have said that before. Oh, there you go. You can say that. Yeah. yeah. Don't, used, don't say that. I used to get that once in a while, but my family doesn't anymore. I just yeah. say it's no. My eggs are expired. I say that now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> when are you going to have kids? Yeah, don't ask people that. It's dumb. Another one is, uh, when are you going to have another kid? Yeah. Anything about it? Yeah, these are just really personal interrogation questions. But you know what? I've heard every one of these. Yeah, I have too. Either at myself or I've heard somebody ask a yeah. family member. I've heard every one of these at a family reunion before throughout yeah, the years. I can. One I time can, or another. Yeah, right? So I can see that. Is that the last one? Oh, no, we got all kinds. Keep going. Are you sure that's a good idea? <laughs> oh. I guess they're talking about like, and it says like in a conversation, like, I don't know. They're telling you that they've changed careers or uh, whatever. They're telling you about their life and you come back with, do you think that's a good idea? You know what? If you're like a first degree close, so like person to someone like, you and I can ask each other, are you sure that's a good idea? And your best friend or maybe a sibling or a parent or a child. Right. Any more distant than that, the answer to that question should always be, go screw yourself. <laughs> yeah. This person suggests another way to ask this, I guess, if you're dying to, uh-huh. to give some advice is... I'm sure you've thought about this, but what about health insurance, the side effects, your marriage, et cetera? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, that softens it a little that bit. That softens a little bit. But anytime you say, are you sure that's a good idea? You're basically looking at somebody and say, saying, you're about to really fuck up. <laughs> I, I, my, my filter is completely broken tonight. Sorry, folks. Well, and uh, and you're right. You know, at times you need somebody to tell you that. But not at a dinner. No, it's not no, a, not at your no. not at your holiday feast Mm-mm. or whatever. You just need to gloss over it then, and maybe call them later. You know, if maybe you're really even good friends maybe or say, right? "Oh wow," you know, like there there are ways to there's there that's yeah that's just no not at family dinner that's not, wrong no. that's wrong. No, and that's a, in front of people. Here's a good one. You're voting for who? <laughs> How about that one? No, bring up politics. Absolutely. This, this Christmas season, just bring up the impeachment over and over. Everybody, every talk, chance, you every get. chance you get, just say, "Hmm, boy, yeah." How do you think those impeachment hearings are going? And just yeah. let it go. Let, let it roll. Let them just spill their guts, however, whatever direction. Even better, why don't you make sure you've got a bunch of Nerf guns and a few wiffle ball bats around so people can just beat the crap out of each other. And the, and and you should do it like you stay neutral. Like I said, just very open-ended to say, wow, what about those impeachment hearings? 
let somebody just get started, whatever team they're on, if they're on Team Trump or Team Impeachment, and then somebody else will hear them, then they'll start, oh, yeah. then those two will start arguing, yes. boom. Now yes, you, now there you, you go. There's your entertainment for the day. You're a jerk. Put all the gun, <laughs> put all the guns up and knives before you start this little experiment this yeah. Christmas season. Yeah. But yeah. No. 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 Hey. No. No politics. No politics. God. And there are people that do that. Yeah. Again, I can check every one of these off. You absolutely can. I've pretty much heard most of them too at your family gatherings. I don't know if I've heard this one before. This would be really bad. Are you sure you want another serving? Oh, <laughs> can you imagine if somebody said that? I would shove it in their fucking face, like the tomatoes in the it guy's face and yeah. watch them. And <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I can't even imagine. I would have to. I would have to assess my surroundings and figure out what James Bond ugly thing I want to do to that person. <laughs> This person says the answer to this question can be summed up pretty simply. Of course they are, or they wouldn't have reached for it. <laughs> it's a holiday meal. Go for it. Right? Go for it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Are you yeah. sure you want another serving? Yeah, fat lard. That's what they're saying. Yeah, Tina, you fat lard. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I know you get this one. I have a million times. Why wouldn't you eat blank? Uh, <laughs> How about why that won't you eat my homemade bread pudding, you celiac disease, <laughs> tortured soul? Why won't you eat these biscuits? What's the matter with you? I got celiac disease. <laughs> I don't care what you got. These biscuits will fix it. Have some biscuits. <laughs> it's a cornbread along with it. Oh, oh, all right. We've recently had um, a renter who brought their mother to look at a place. Mm -hmm. And she was very concerned about my ability to eat food in a restaurant. And she was talking about, like, macaroni and cheese. And she's like, can you have lobster macaroni and cheese? <laughs> no. Can you have steak macaroni and cheese? No. no. <laughs> can you have bacon macaroni and cheese? No. <laughs> can you have blue cheese macaroni and cheese? I uh, know. No. It was like... Uh, <laughs> It's like Forrest Gump's guy naming all the shrimp. Like it I'm, was. A, I'm allergic to shrimp. Well, can you have barbecue shrimp? No. <laughs> About fried shrimp? No. no. Coconut shrimp. Just she just kept naming all the macaroni, right? All it the was. Like, good lord, do you not understand what we're saying? Oh, it was hilarious. It really was. And we recently ate in their restaurant, and I can tell you. My body says that no, that salad was not gluten free. <laughs> really? No. Oh gosh. I don't know what salad that, that. I don't, I don't know what was it. in it. I, there must have been some, like marinade in the steak or something like that. But it it was it was not a good weekend for for mm. for me in my belly. Well, and um, you know, different restaurants. Some of them are still just not with the times. Yeah. And yeah. I get it. Hey, everybody. This it's not for everyone, and I understand that. I but, do. But, I don't have a problem with. But it. we had a, uh, we went to a, a local restaurant that clearly didn't understand gluten allergies or any of that stuff. Yeah. Basically, it's like, well, we got it. You can eat it if you want. Yeah, <laughs> it was situation. basically macaroni and cheese and beer. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so so our our wait our waitress, you know, Petra tells them that you know I've got a gluten allergy. Uh, you know, what do you have that's gluten free? And she asked in yeah, her defense, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't basically, she said, I have no idea what you're talking about. Let me go ask. So that's good. Yes. Yes. She so, was very well trained. So, for that. She, so she went and asked, came back and said, okay, so that's when you're allergic to bread. So she kind of put that together. Mm -hmm. But then towards the end, there was something that you ordered. She's like, now is butter okay? <laughs> like, yeah. Butter's okay. Butter is not bread. I guess he was putting butter, bread, like you always put butter on bread. So if you're allergic to bread, maybe you're allergic to butter. Well, it, it becomes, you know, when you say allergy, a lot of handlers just immediately just kind of have that fear. You know, you could see it in their eyes like, oh my God, I'm going to kill this person. I know. And she did not kill me. I just spent more time than I would have liked to in the bathroom for a few days. Yeah, she was worried when you said that, that you were going to die of a anaphylactic shock right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So, so whatever. Hey, if that takes it, it's easy to say, no, well, I'm not allergic to butter. Bring me <laughs> butter. That's no problem. It's easy. 
<laughs> but but it is it is kind of interesting that there's still restaurants and people who have no clue what the hell yeah, yeah. you're talking about. But you know, you learn that and you know that's not a place that's that's right. safe. Well, you know, every just, now and then and and because because it is a, a more of an allergy and not the actual autoimmune thing. Yeah, I'm not giving myself cancer when I ha when when I do run afoul of it. It's just some unpleasant bodily symptoms for a few days. So right. it's not the end of the world for me. Right. Okay. So there is uh, a list of things not to bring Please up. Please stop the asking these things. Stop it. Quit doing it. I I got one more for you while you tell everybody. Um, where you can find us. All right. We're at hillbillynerdtalk.com. Woo! And from there, I think, can you, let's see, we're not doing Facebook anymore. You've got Twitter, and I think you link a lot of our articles on there. Twitter and Reddit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm on Reddit more than Pinterest anymore. Petra even posts some uh, Reddit stuff to our yeah. Reddit account. I do. I cross post. It sometimes it yeah. tells me I'm doing it too much, too much, and it bans me and is nasty. Yeah, you know that's the only thing about Reddit. None of them are perfect. But yeah, there's a lot of buttholes on Reddit. Yeah, they, they I mean, need to sun themselves. My God, they have all these rules about like a little community, and God forbid you break one of their little rules. They they like they think they're little little. I don't know, little dictators of their little community, which they are. Yeah. But like, give me a fucking break. I just ask a question. Well, I got absolutely flamed. I got to tell you about this. Um, I can't even remember what it was. There was a comment on, there was something that I was going to go make a comment on, some goofy haircut or something like that. And I was going to go on there, and somebody had already said what I, exactly what I was going to say. So I upvoted him mm-hmm. and went down and said, I came here to say exactly that, what he said, you know. And, oh, that's um, a big no-no. Yeah, oh, evidently. God. Oh, my God. Like, I got, <laughs> like, something like 30 downvotes and called everything in the book. I deleted that comment. Good Lord. Because, I mean, I just got fried alive, and I was like... <laughs> And I'm sorry, I'm an goofy. old lady, and that was really upsetting to me. I don't okay? know how I read it. I was really upset about it. Oh, poor Petra. Yeah, I got off there. Actually, I even unjoined that community. I was like, fuck this shit. I don't I, need this in my life. I think there was one community was something, I, I don't, I don't, I'll butcher this, but the, the gist of it is, like the name of the community was like um, renovation and construction. Uh-huh. And so I asked some question about like, um, I don't know, is it, hell, is this a renovating or a construction question? And wait a minute here. I think Hank would be considered an expert at renovations. Oh, no doubt about by, it. By any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I think I asked somebody like, um, you know, if they knew what the, um, what the standard code was for the height of a stair or, you know, just something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hell, is this something that I thought uh-huh. was obviously... Lord, just like you, it was some sort of a ban, and we don't ask that here. It is absolutely not any code-related. Pro- I'm like, good Lord in heaven, like oh, wow. this, this yeah. goofiness. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if you're on Reddit, better have some thick skin in a way, well, I and, suppose. But all right, and I've tried to do, I've tried to engage with the witchcraft community on there, yeah. and okay, I have not. I have been a solitary for. Over 30 years, mm-hmm. okay, and never done that before. So I start kind of trying to talk to people. Oh, my God. People on there want to just fry you alive for anything you say. And it's like, okay, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and that being said, though, I like Reddit. I mean, these are small examples of uh, people are running some communities some that are awful. There are some communities that are great. The CPTSD, like the, the chronic PTSD community, is amazing. Uh-huh. That is a supportive, wonderful, loving community. And God help you if you get on there and start flaming somebody, you will be banned instantly. There's a real estate group on there that's fantastic. You can go on there at any time, ask a, a question, and you'll get a great answer yeah. from a million people. Yeah, on. yeah. It's, it, you just got to find your community. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Reddit and um, 
Twitter are the yeah. main. Are, that's yeah. our main things right now. Yeah. You gotta yeah. narrow it down. I don't have time for all this shit. Well, I've got a, I've got huge Pinterest just boards and, and just save, like, there's only so many pictures you can save. And when I need to go find something, I just go on there and look at what I've saved. Right. So we're on Pinterest if you yeah. want to look at uh, yeah. Petra's pretty Pinterest board. Yeah. They're pretty well archived. And we probably have a Facebook account if you want to go back and look from six months ago, the last time I posted. <laughs> Lazy. Yeah, I just can't, uh, there's I, only so much we can do. There's right. only so much we can do. All right. Last thing. I think I have already seen this. Did you see the picture? Can you yes, see the picture? Yes, I did. Tell me about it. Well, first of all, the picture looks like the the little snowman looks like Mr. Hanky from uh, South Park, first he of all. He does. He looks like albino Mr. Hanky with beautiful teeth and wide, wide, wide eyes. <laughs> and he's pretty happy. <laughs> this is a uh, Canadian Walmart, apparently on, on their... Um, Oh, on their online uh-huh. site, you could buy this uh, cocaine Santa that says "Let it snow," and he has three lines of cocaine in front of him. <laughs> I would buy the sweater. This is a. Uh, I'd yeah. give you nineteen ninety five for that. But look, it, there's this little snowball. See, he's snorting. Of course, it's a double edge. But yeah, yeah. Ta- he's snorting the booger sugar. <laughs> the booger sugar, nice. <laughs> I learned nice. that from. Happy. <laughs> That's great. Let it snow. So it says, let it snow. And he's uh, at his little table snorting his, uh, quote, snow. Yeah. That's funny. I would totally wear that sweater. I, I would. I think it's pretty funny. I do, too. But we're kind of weird and inappropriate at times. That's yeah. why we have our own podcast. You know, of all the millions of things Walmart sells, I don't care once in a while that they get caught selling something a little controversial I, I could care less frankly i just think it's kind of funny it's actually kind of aggravating sometimes when you're trying to find something in walmart and it's also sterile and sanitized and jesus you know that's where there'll be little niches little pockets of of room for other businesses to thrive yeah I yeah mean, i mean you know <laughs> every town has a little sex shop of some yeah. kind yeah some kind mm-hmm. that they they can survive because Walmart doesn't sell it, or they don't have that section yeah. yet. Yeah, and there's going to be little niches of things like that, you know. And it may be continually rotating, or it may be a permanent fixture, like the little sex shop. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But if you can find you a little niche like that that the big guys aren't doing, you're golden. Yeah, it's golden nice. Golden showers. <laughs> golden shower. You're a dirty, dirty woman. Tonight, Petra, you, your smut book has gotten you all. Um, yeah, I didn't learn about that for, and and I never learned about that firsthand. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, your smut book has made all the neuro connections come back from your childhood. I'm reading that. <laughs> that sounded dirty, Hank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from sound, my childhood, yeah, it did sound bad, didn't it? Yeah. Well, you said you read that during childhood. That's all. Well, I was probably about 14, well, 13 or 14. Well, I consider that childhood. Yeah. Yeah, childhood makes probably it Probably 14 or early. 15, yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right, Miss Petra. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one.